Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Hello, hello everyone and happy Halloween. Today I'm dressed as Morticia, you can't see much of that and um, what you can see perhaps is I don't have the right hairstyle, it doesn't suit me and also I don't know what I'm doing with makeup so it's all a bit messy. But it is Halloween so um, I did get dressed up. Police science snippet number 152 is what I'm going to be presenting today and that is three snippets or three golden nuggets of information that I've extracted from academic research that has been peer-reviewed and published in the fields of police science, investigative psychology, forensic psychology, uh, forensic science, um, evidence-based policing in those kinds of fields that I think are actionable and useful to you straight away might sound obvious but actually a lot of research is very very specific um, niche or about methodologies or something very abstract so it's not always easy to find something that's of use to the practitioner but that's exactly what police science doctor is trying to do so these snippets get emailed out to everyone on the email list um, every tuesday you get them straight into your inbox with a link to the original research if you want to be on that list please join just google police science Go to Police Science Doctor and enter your details into the form that pops up or that you will find at the bottom of each page. You will then also get access to the read page where you can look at the entire back catalogue of all the previous 152 weeks, weeks worth of police science snippets. And every Tuesday, as you can see, I go and do a live broadcast um, about these and try to put them into a little bit of context. So um, the first snippet for this week is about restorative justice in domestic abuse. Court-mandated intervention programs for domestic abuse are more effective if they are combined with a restorative justice approach. So this study looked at a normal court-mandated approach and those that also include restorative justice. Restorative justice, RJ, for those who are not familiar with it, are supervised sessions between the offender and the victim um, their social workers or police officers or somebody from the court present where the victim can talk to the offender and explain the impact that the offense has had on them and the offender can listen to that and take responsibility and ownership for what they did and also explain what led them to offend. It has very positive effects. Positive effects for the victims include a reduction in trauma and positive effects for the offender include lower risk of recidivism. So if you integrate that into the treatment of approach court mandated and when it comes to domestic abuse offenses, it increases the um, success rate or it decreases the likelihood of reoffending. The second snippet for today is about online grooming. It has been found that young female online users are more likely to be groomed for sexual exploitation and that grooming takes place for longer periods of time if that female target displays more sexual knowledge compared to a sexually naive target. So they actually set up a honey trap and they did a study and they pretended to be a young girl who knows a little bit more about sex and, uh, you know, posing as a young girl who knows little, very little about sex. And they found that online predators were targeting the female that was posing and knowing more about sex more and for longer periods of time. So that is an increased risk factor and something one should speak about to children. 
And the third snippet for today is about adolescent time use and offending. So unsupervised and unstructured socializing with peers is associated with youth delinquency. The risk is higher for adolescents with lower morality. So give them structured things to do, obviously, with the credit crunch that's been happening in the last, I don't know, 10, 10 and more years. A lot of youth centers were closed down. That was very bad for youth crime rates. Uh, they, we need to give youngsters constructive things to do that, that are enjoyable and productive in some way or just a good pastime. So it's good to have things like that reiterated by research. And also don't forget next week, already next week, we've got the evidence-based Society of Evidence-Based Policing Conference coming up every um, that we have once a year. I'm just trying to find information I can show you about that here. So just go to SEBP for Society's Evidence-Based Policing dot police dot UK and go to events and you can book there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be doing some filming. I'm going to be doing some streaming. I'm going to um, do some interviews with some people here's the website again where you can go and if you do go there just come and say hi and um, you can mention to me that i've invited you here on, on the on the broadcast and i'll be nice to know and um, hopefully i'll see you there next week I'll, I'll see you again on here next tuesday thank you bye bye thank you for listening i hope you found this content useful you can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam, this is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts.